Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for another opportunity that you have given unto us to gather here at your feet to come and receive from you again. Accept our thanks, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against every contrary forces that may want to hinder us from being blessed today. We destroy them by fire in the mighty name of Jesus. As your word goes forth, Father, this word shall find place in our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. And it shall bring forth bountiful fruits in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Daddy, because you have answered our prayer. Glory, honor, and majesty be unto your holy name. For in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name, we have prayed. And let the church say louder, Amen. Amen. With a clap of rain, let us have our seats in God's presence. Come and jam those hands together for the Lord. Come and clap those hands together. Jam those hands for the Lord. Amen. The topic of today's message is, I am coming out. I am coming out. I want you to preach it to yourself. Tell yourself, I am coming out. I am coming out. I am coming out. From every bondages, from every stranglehold, from every prison, from every grave, from every places that God has not placed you, but the enemy has placed you. You are coming out in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree from every wrong places that the devil has placed you, you are coming out in the mighty name of Jesus. There are many things like that that has been taken from our lives. It may not be physical something. It may not be spiritual something. It may even be physical. It may be a child that is wayward. It may be a business. It may be your money. It may be one thing or the other that has been taken. So, I say again, everything that has been taken from your life, I decree today, the Lord is restoring them back for you in the mighty name of Jesus. From every wrong places that the enemy has placed you, or that at one point in time of mistake that you placed yourself, you are coming out today in the mighty name of Jesus. There are many things that are dead in our lives that we ourselves have moved on from them, that they cannot come back to life again. There are so many things like that, that we look at it and say, this one can't work again. This issue is dead. This thing is impossible for it to come back. Like the case of Ezekiel in the valley of the dry bones. When the Lord took him into the valley of the dry bones and said, Son of man, can these bones live? And he looked at it and said, God, thou knowest. He did not want to say, God, I believe, I don't think that these bones can live. But he looked at it and said, the situation of these bones is irreversible. It's critically dead. Because they were very dry. Now, there might be situations, there might be circumstances like that in your life that you yourself, you look at it and say, okay, I've prayed and prayed about this situation, but nothing is happening. I think it's high time I let it go. I want to let you understand today that those things that look dead and buried in the grave, they are coming out alive in the mighty name of Jesus. The good news I have for you today is that the resurrection 
and the life is here. The resurrection and the life is here. We have been made to believe over time. Growing up, I used to look at um, um, Easter as the period of resurrection. As the period of resurrection and the life. Growing up, we used to look at, I used to think resurrection is a period, the period of Easter that um, when Jesus died, we will do Good Friday. We will now do Easter Sunday. We will go to Galilee or Monday. Picnic. Now, we used to look at it as an event. It is not an event. Resurrection and life is a personality. Is a personality. And we are going to see it in the scripture. Where Jesus spoke and said, I am the resurrection and the life. It concerns a situation whereby it was dead, properly dead, and placed in the tomb. But when Jesus came, he said, come out. And that dead situation that has been concluded came out alive. I decree over you today, whatever that has been concluded and placed in the grave, they are coming out today in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to turn your Bible to the book of John chapter 11. It's a rather lengthy passage that we are going to read today. John chapter 11. We'll read from verse 1 through to 44. John chapter 11. We'll read from verse 1 through to 44. I read from the Revised Standard Version. Now, a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was healed. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness is not unto death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified by means of it. Verse 5. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were but now seeking to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. Thus he spoke, and then he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken out of sleep. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus has spoken of his death, but they thought he meant taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Thomas called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Verse 17. Now when Jesus came, 
he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. While Mary sat in the house, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he died, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? I read that verse 25 and 26 again. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? 27. She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, he who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying quietly, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out. They followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Then Mary, when she came where Jesus was and saw him, fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit and troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Verse 35, Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by now, this time, there will be an odor, for he had been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you would believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I knew that thou hearest me always, but I have said these on account of the people standing by, that they may believe that thou didst send me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Verse 44. The dead man came out, his hands and feet 
bound with bandages and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. May the Lord bless that word in the mighty name of Jesus. According to that place that we read, Lazarus was dead. While he was sick, they sent message to Jesus. Now, Lazarus was the friend of Jesus. According to that place that we read, I want you to see one thing in that place. Verse 36. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Their situation, the situation with Lazarus was that Lazarus was sick. The sickness was much that they sent message to, to Jesus and said, Come and heal this man before he dies. But Jesus deliberately delayed and said, I, I, I will not go there. I will wait for them for this man to properly die. I will wait for them for this man to properly die before I will go to that place. He deliberately delayed. He delayed. They believed that Jesus can heal the sick. They, they believe that Jesus can open the eyes of the blind. They believe that Jesus can, can heal the lame. But they did not know, not believe now, they did not know that Jesus can raise the dead. So he told the disciples, we are waiting. So when Lazarus died, he now said, Lazarus is asleep. The disciples were now looking at him and said, uh -huh. Lazarus is asleep. People are there now. Even if he does not wake up, they will wake him up. So why are you telling us that Lazarus is asleep? He now told them, he said, he is dead. And for your sake, I am happy that I am not there. For the glory of God to manifest. Now, Jesus now said, let us go there. They were like, ah. it was Thomas that even spoke. Oh, let us go. We are going to commiserate with him. Now, when they got to that place, Lazarus was properly dead for four days. He has been placed in the in the stone cave and covered with a and the and the tomb covered with a stone that this case is concluded. This case, nothing can come out of it anymore. So when Jesus arrived, Martha was the first person that heard about Jesus. When Jesus was coming, he went and met Jesus and told him, If you had been here, our brother would not have died. The brother, our brother whom you loved so much. If you had been here, our brother would not have died. Jesus now said to her, verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Resurrection and life is not an event. It is a personality. Resurrection and life is not an event. It is a personality. When you let that truth sink into you, there's nothing that can die that you can bring back to life. I was listening to the preaching of Bishop one day. 
The vehicle refused to start. He said he just carried anointing oil. He just poured it and said, in the name of Jesus, I command this car to begin to function well now. He said, start it. And they started the car. The car began to work. I've practicalized that too. There are times electronics will not work. I said, I'm not going to spend money to work this thing. You are going to work now in the name of Jesus. And it will start working. There was a time somebody gave me a brand new phone. I don't know what. Now, okay, I put a corrupted memory card in the phone. <laughs> the phone was sensitive. I put a corrupted memory card in it and it switched off the phone. Inbuilt battery, switched it off. I tried to on it and everything. It didn't come back to life. For like two hours in the middle of night, I was, I was just looking at the phone. Child! What pushed me to put this useless memory card inside this thing? You know that kind of situation? And I went and brought out my toothbox. I wanted to lose the phone. As I was doing it, my hand was shaking. Say, hey, you want to finally destroy this thing? I just said, in the name of Jesus, you fool, you are walking back again. I left it. I went to sleep. You know that kind of sleep? You know you sleep very well, and the sleep didn't come. <laughs> I rose up again. I came to it. I said, you this fool, you are walking now. In the name of Jesus. I own it. It did not own. I own it. It did not own. I own it. It came back. Wow. I was happy. I said, thank God. After some time, <laughs> I deceived myself. I said, could it be that memory card? <laughs> I put it again. The same thing happened. I said, ah, it is this memory card. When that fool finally came up like this, I threw away the memory card. I said, you are not going to cause me problem here. Now, when you understand that the resurrection and the life, look at that, the second of this microphone. There was a day it fell down there. And we put battery. It did not work. I, I did not say anything to anybody. I just put it in the bag. I said, when we need you, you are going to work. The following week when we came, I put battery again and I, and I own it. And I spoke and it came back to life. I said, uh-huh. Now, we could say this thing has spoiled and we are looking for who is going to work it for us. But when you have that understanding, I want you to get that today. The, the one thing you are going to live here with is the understanding that I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus said it. And when you understand that, that whatever is dead, God can bring you to life. One of our one of our mentors in the faith, he had a strange affliction from childhood. He had a strange affliction from childhood that he never had erection one day. And when it was time to marry, he didn't tell the lady that he wanted to get married to. That's not right anyway. Should have mentioned it. It was on the way after their wedding that they got home that the wife expected something that he now said opened up everything to the wife and said this is the issue this is the challenge the wife lamented and said ah what kind of cross is this after lamenting for a few moments she said i have married you and this dead situation is coming back to life Every day they began to decree, this is coming back to life. He is coming back to life. He is coming back to life. The two of them joined faith together. The man, he was the one telling us the testimony. 
the woman will grab the, the something and will be decreeing. Until one day, the power of God came. And it came back to life. Age-long problem. Don't look at any problem that it cannot come back to life. Don't look at any problem that it cannot come back to life. Whatever, whatever that is long dead and buried, they are coming out alive in the mighty name of Jesus. Martha said, if you had been here, this man would not have died. Jesus said, I am here now. Even though he's dead, he's coming back to life. And she said, I believe. I believe that uh, you are the resurrection and the life. But she only believed mentally. When Jesus now came to the tomb and said, remove the stone, the same matter that said, I believe, now came and met him and said, by now, this man that is dead, that was dead, will be stinking. You know, at times, God might send somebody to you, like God has sent me to you, and you are making excuses in your mind and say, it's not possible now. How can it, how can it happen? There's a story of a man that was unjustly sacked from his work. Unjustly sacked from his work for 16, I think 6 or 16 years. He was sacked from his work. And when he received the word of God, and God told him that there shall be divine restoration, and he believed. That place that they sacked him all these years, they called him back. All, all, all the salaries that he should have collected from that time to the present time, they gave him everything once. Everything once. He collected it, uh, collected it and they said he can continue his work. Look at it. He has, he has survived the wilderness experience. God is now paying him everything in manifold back. Matthew said, Jesus, this dead man will be stinking by now because he is properly dead. Jesus now looked at her. Say, you know, it seems you don't understand what we are talking about here. I am the resurrection and the life, and I know what I'm saying. And the first thing that he did was he gave thanks to God. Which we will give genuine thanks to God before we begin to pray. He gave thanks to God that God, I thank you because any time, any time, any time that I call upon you, you answer me. And he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, comfort. And Lazarus came out. And Lazarus came out from that place. All the bandages and everything that they were that they used to bound him. He said, lose him and let him go. And the dead man, the dead man continued to live his life. The dead man continued to live his life. If God can raise the dead, if God can raise the dead, what can't God do? Your own testimony is the next thing that will attract people to God in the mighty name of Jesus. There's another testimony of a lady that was shared. The lady lived the wayward life as a youth. She lived the wayward life. And in one of the many abortions that she committed, her womb was removed. The last one, when the womb was removed, they told her that you can't have a child again. And along the line, she came to the knowledge of Christ. After giving her life to Jesus Christ, she, she now determined and said, I am not going to get married. Why? Because I can't put any man in bondage since I can't have children. One day, a young brother 
God received her and said, Sister, <laughs> sorry, I've received you as my. He said, No, God, God has not spoken to you. You are being deceived by a deceiving spirit. If God in heaven will speak, God will not say that I am your wife because God knows that I can't be your wife. Say, Go and pray very well again. The brother went and thought maybe he was confused or something. After two weeks, he received confirmation and said, Sister, I'm serious now. It is you that God said you are my wife. The sister now said, you are not serious. When the situation now became persistent, the sister now told the brother, he said, as I am, my womb has been removed and I cannot have my own baby again. So God can't be telling you that I'm your wife. When the brother heard that one, you know there are some things that will give you manual reset. He reset himself manually and say, it's true you are speaking. It can't be God. <laughs> so when he, now, when he now went back into prayer, God said, that's your wife. Ah, he now came back and said, sister, God is saying it's you. We can adopt. We can do anything. If children are not coming, there is you. I want to follow God's perfect will for my life. They got married. Do you know that they had their own children? By the power of God. That which was dead concluded that it cannot be done again. That even the person said, I don't remove this stone. By this time it is thinking. But the man said, do you not believe in the power of resurrection? God says it's you. It's you. Dead womb came back to life. Their careers that have been dead. Their businesses that have been dead. Their relationship that have been dead. Opportunities. You just have one opportunity. They said, opportunity come but once. God can give you multiple opportunities in his mercy. He can give you multiple opportunities. You see some people, they say, it's not possible for me to continue my academics again. There's a lady, um, she got a PhD in the University of Ibadan. Now, and she was not married then. And there is this man that was praying and said, God, show me my wife. This man was a secondary school dropout. And God said, that is your wife. When he went and met the lady, the lady said, you don't even, you don't even look your left. <laughs> you jumped all these stages to come and meet me that, my friend, get away from here. Thank God for the persistence of that man. He persisted. Said, Why don't you pray about it? Why don't you seek the face of God? I just, don't look at it like I'm coming to take advantage of you or anything. The man was persistent, and with time, the lady too started yielding gradually, and eventually they got married. When they got married, the career, academic career of that man that was, that was supposedly dead, the man too got his own PhD too. He got his own PhD too. It was revived. His academics that looks dead was revived. I was ministering somewhere in the city. And the Spirit of God said, there's, a, there's somebody that used to have like uh, something movement in her head. And when I spoke it, the lady came out. His demonic affliction. After prayer, that thing stopped. There was somebody very close to me. If he's reading book, including Bible, if you read line one, line two, line three, maximum line five, you would have forgotten what you read in line one. A terrible affliction. He himself gave up on himself that I can't know book again. And one of uh, our, our, our senior pastors, our mentors then, 
God opened his eyes to see and said, the devil, the enemy, they have removed your brain, that your head is empty. He said, yes, that if I read, I don't even, I don't remember. He said, if I'm reading it now, I will not remember. And he began to take him through Bible courses and said, don't worry, God is restoring back your brain to you. This is somebody before. He did not learn any, anything about electronics. He repairs electronics by himself. As God will have it. God restored that brain back. The sharpness in his brain, he came back. He can read, he can understand, he can comprehend things, he can do many, he can multitask, do many things at the same time. The message, the simple message that I have for you today is that I am the resurrection and the life. That is Jesus speaking to you. And wherever they have concluded your case that they have put you, do you know that they put some people, they put some people inside the grave, they are dead while still alive. They put some, de some people's destiny, they hang it maybe on a tree. They throw it inside the river. They do all manner of things and they say, it is long gone that it can never be restored again. I bring the good news of the word of the Lord to you today. That everywhere that they have kept you or kept whatever that belongs to you, I decree they are coming out now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I say they are coming out now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Verse 25. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Verse 26. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? I want you to believe it in your heart. Jesus is posing that question to you too. Do you believe it? Say, yes, I believe. Affirm it in your heart that, yes, I believe. Do you know that at times you, you, you look at yourself. Maybe you are going on the road. You are waiting for taxi. An SUV just passed. Just look at yourself. Oh, boy. That I see they enjoy the go so. I don't feel enjoy this kind of enjoyment for my life. It may be possible. We are one jammer. No, change that orientation, change that mentality. The resurrection and the life is telling you that even though the previous generation suffered, you you are not going to suffer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever they did not see, why? Because of demonic attacks, because of many warfare that they fought. Jesus is telling you today that you are coming out of that negative situation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You are coming out in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You are coming out in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want you to prophesy to yourself that I am coming out in the name of Jesus. I am coming out in the mighty name of Jesus. I am coming out in the mighty name of Jesus. There are many things we look at and say, this can't be revived again. In 1996, Atlanta 96, <laughs> semi-final, Nigeria-Brazil. Brazil had the best team in the world at that time. They won the World Cup, USA 94. Two years later, we met them in the Olympics. And it's still the, the engine room of that team that we are playing in the semi-final. And up to 70-something minutes, they have scored three goals. 3-1. Three they were winning Nigeria 3-1. All of us have given up hope. Say, we know so they go beat us. We met them in the group stage. They beat us 1-0. So in the semi-finals, ah, 
We know that they will kukuma beat us. But they never say die. Spirit in our players kept on. That no, God is going to do something. The players did not give up. And 70-something minutes, Victor Ekweba equalized for Nigeria. I scored the second goal for Nigeria. You know, the Nigerian spirit, Morah Jinja. They began to put pressure, pipe pressure on almighty Brazil. 90 minutes plus, Nigeria scored the third goal. 90 minutes plus. I can still recollect it in my head. Okocha went and threw the throwing. Kanu could hit the ball once, but God said, lift it up before you kick it. <laughs> and he scored that goal. The, all those matches were in the middle of the night. It is when people shout goal that you know where people are watching those balls. And people shouted goal in the middle of the night. One thing I cannot forget. I remember NTA was putting it on the screen. Pray, Nigeria, pray. Pray, Nigeria, pray. And God answered that prayer. We eventually won that match. Not only did we win the match, we won the tournament. And Nigeria lifted the trophy. Because we believed. No matter the situation, the devil might think that he has won the battle over you. The devil has not won. The devil has not won. They might have placed it in the grave and say, he is not coming back to life. The resurrection and the life has showed up for you today. And wherever they might have placed it, they are coming out today in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to bow down your head and begin to bless God for the word that you have heard today. Open your mouth and begin to worship Him. Father, Lord, we thank you for your word that you have sent to us. Father, we say, be thou exalted, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Be thou exalted, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I give you all the glory. Father, I give you all the honor. Blessed be the holy name. In Jesus' mighty and wonderful name, we have prayed. Rise up to your feet. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Rise up to your feet. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always lead us in triumph, and through us spread the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. King James Version says, Now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and make manifest the savour of his knowledge by us in every place. If they are cooking soup, better soup, if they are cooking it, when you pass by the window, you will hear the sweet aroma of the soup, of the soup and say, wow, this soup is sweet without tasting it. Is the aroma. That is the story. That is the message behind that verse that God is going to announce himself through your life and through us spread the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. You are going to open your mouth and thank God and say, Lord, I thank you because you are going to use my life to glorify yourself. People will look at me and say, oh, glory be to God. Father, Lord, I thank you because you are going to use my life to glorify yourself. Come on, open your mouth and begin to bless the name of Almighty God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you because you are going to use my life to glorify yourself. Father, I worship you. Father, I worship you. Father, I exalt you. I thank you because through my life, many people are coming to the knowledge of Christ. Father, I worship you. Father, I give you all the glory. Father, I give you all the honor. Blessed be the holy name. 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 Thank you, mighty Father. 
Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be the holy name. In Jesus' mighty and wonderful name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty and wonderful name, we have prayed. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. I read it again. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I and have the keys of hell and of death. Look at him. He is the resurrection and the life. Now he's saying in this place that I have the keys of hell and of death. First of all, understand it. If Jesus is the resurrection and the life, and he has the key of death, then nothing should be dead in our lives. You are going to open your mouth and begin to thank God. Father Lord, I thank you. Because every death situation, they are coming back to life now. In the name of Jesus, every death situation in my life, they are coming back to life now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, open your mouth and begin to decree that. Open your mouth and begin to decree that. Father Lord, I thank you. Father Lord, I thank you. Father Lord, I thank you. Father Lord, I worship you. I thank you, Jesus. Because every death situation, they are coming back to life. Father Lord, I thank you because every death situation... Every dead situation, they are coming back to life. Spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally. Every dead situation, academically, they are coming back to life. Father, we give you all the praise. Father, we give you all the glory. Father, we give you all the honor. Be thou exalted, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Be thou exalted, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Be thou exalted, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Be thou exalted. Be thou exalted. Father, Lord, I thank you because every death situation in my life, in my family, in this ministry, they are coming back to life. Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. There's only one prayer that remains that you want to pray, but you are going to spread it in every dimension that you want. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54. 1 Corinthians 15, we'll start reading from verse 54. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at it. He's reiterating the same thing that we said in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 that we used to pray before. Now you are going to open your mouth and pray. If you are owing any debt... You are going to decree. I am coming out of this debt in the name of Jesus. If you need to pay certain money and you have not known where to get that money from, it's a kind of debt too. That I 
come out of this death by the power of resurrection and life. I am coming out of this death in the name of Jesus. If it is a sickness, you would decree, I am coming out of this in the name of Jesus. If it is an affliction, maybe you used to have dreams, bad dreams. You are going to decree by the power in the blood of Jesus. Because it's the resurrection and the life. I am coming out of this bad dream in the name of Jesus. Anything you look at in your life that you don't like, you are going to open your mouth and decree. I am coming out of this now in the name of Jesus. Not having anybody to help you is a bad situation. It's a dead situation. I am coming out of this in the name of Jesus. Come on, open your mouth and begin to decree. Of every negative situation, we are coming out now in the name of Jesus. We are coming out now in the name of Jesus. From every affliction, from every attack of the enemy, from every form of spiritual death, we are coming out in the name of Jesus. We are coming out in the name of Jesus. We are coming out in the name of Jesus. Every destiny that has been buried, every marriages that have been buried, every career that has been buried, every glory that has been buried, every finances, every businesses, every every glory that has been buried, I decree they are coming out now in the name of Jesus. They are coming out now in the name of Jesus. They are coming out now in the name of Jesus. They are coming out now in the name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy has stolen from us and they are buried, that they have concluded that we too will look at that they cannot come back to life. They are coming back now in the name of Jesus. They are coming out now. They are coming out now. They are coming out now. In the name of Jesus, I decree that they are coming out now. They are coming out now. They are coming out now. From every grave that the enemy has placed us, from every grave that the enemy has placed what belongs to us, we decree we are coming out. Everything that belongs to us, they are coming out now in the name of Jesus. They are coming out now in the name of Jesus. They are coming out now in the name of Jesus. They are coming out now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. From any place that they might have placed Nigeria, we Nigeria is coming out now. In the name of Jesus, come open your mouth and begin to decree. Anywhere that the enemy has placed Nigeria, Nigeria is coming out now. In the name of Jesus, Nigeria is coming out now. In the name of Jesus, Nigeria is delivered from any witchcraft covenant. From every evil powers that they have used to bow Nigeria down. From the negative places that they have placed this country. We decree Nigeria is coming out now in the name of Jesus. From evil covenant that they have sworn over this nation. Nigeria is coming out now in the name of Jesus. From every stronghold. Nigeria is coming out now in the name of Jesus. Nigeria is coming out now in the name of Jesus. Nigeria is coming out now in the name of Jesus. Nigeria is coming out now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. When Lazarus came out, he began to live the normal life that he was living before. You are going to decree, my career receive life. Begin to bubble with life. My finances will never go down again. The resurrection and life has entered into my finances. The resurrection and life has entered into my marriage. The resurrection and life has entered into my physical body. No more sickness. The resurrection and life has entered into my career. Going up and never coming down. Come open your mouth and begin to decree. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, 
the resurrection and life has entered into our lives, into our destinies, into our relationships, into our careers, into our marriages, into our finances, into our physical bodies in the name of Jesus. The resurrection and life has entered in the name of Jesus. The resurrection and life has entered. And we decree life is bubbling all over us. Life is bubbling all over us. Life is bubbling all over us. Dead wombs are coming back to life. Dead wombs are coming back to life. Dead manhood are coming back to life. Dead marriages are coming back to life. Dead marriages are coming back to life. Dead career, they are coming back to life. Dead glory, they are coming back to life. Live and never die. Finances, they are going up and never coming down. This ministry is moving forward and never going back in the name of Jesus. The life and resurrection entered into this ministry. We are going forward and never backward in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now I want to decree over you. Everything that has been concluded over you, that has been buried, I decree. By the power of resurrection and life. They are jacking back to life now in the name of Jesus. Not only are they jacking back to life. They are coming out of every grave now in the name of Jesus. They are coming out of every grave in the name of Jesus. They are coming out of every grave in the name of Jesus. There's somebody in our midst. Somebody should have helped you a long time ago and you have been forgotten. I don't know who that person is. It may even be me. I decree that dead situation that has been concluded concerning our divine helper, I decree they are jacking back to life now in the name of Jesus. Wherever our help is that has been buried, kept in the grave, I decree. Come out now in the name of Jesus. We receive our help now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Daddy, because you have answered our prayer. Because the resurrection and the life is inside every one of us, nothing dies in us or around us anymore in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Daddy, because you have answered our prayer. Glory, honor, and majesty be unto your holy name. For in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty and wonderful name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout a living hallelujah.